Well, good morning again, and welcome again to another podcast. Down to earth, but heavenly minded. You know, one good thing about uh, doing these podcasts is uh, bringing back memories of when I first went through this study that we're doing right now on the uh, principles of spiritual growth uh, by uh, Miles Stanford. And you know, really, uh, I think back of when I first studied this, uh, I didn't totally understand it, and I know that many out there might not either. But as you go through life, and this has been like 40 years ago that I did this, a little over 40, uh, and going through it again, it's uh, I can look back at my life now and see where these uh, principles were applied in my life. And so far we've looked at uh, faith, God's time, timing I should say, and acceptance, and what the purpose of all this is. And today we're going to be looking at the preparation uh, and uh, with that said, let's just kind of jump into our, our study and uh, uh, let me just uh, get my notes here. Okay, once we know his eternal plan and his purpose uh, for us, plus his method of uh, per, uh, preparation and progress to the end, there is rest and confidence. That's what it gives us when we realize all this. Now, it so happens that God's uh, basic ingredients for growth is needed. Without personal need, we would get nowhere in our Christian life. The reason uh, our Father created and allowed needs in our lives is to turn us from all that is outside of Christ, centering uh, us in Him alone. That's what God is doing. He's turning all our focus on the Lord Jesus Christ. Not I, but Christ, as it says in Galatians 2.20. For both our growth and our service is all essential uh, that we see and understand this principle. You know, uh, J.B. Stoney set forth in a sentence, the soul uh, never embibbles the truth in living power, but as it requires it. Understand that? As our own growth needs, uh, needs causes us to reach out and appropriate by faith from the Lord Jesus that which is required. That's what he's saying. And in the matter of service, in witnessing and helping others, we must watch and wait for the hunger and the needy heart if there is to be abiding fruit. Again, Mr. Stoney said this, The true value of anything is knowing only when it is wanted. Isn't that beautiful? Mr. Darby, uh, you know, Jay Nelson Darby, that is, made this doubly clear by writing, 
Wisdom and philosophy never found out God, but makes himself known to us through our needs. Uh, necessary finding him out. That's when we have needs and there's a necessity, we will find him out. You know, I, uh, double, uh, I doubt much if we have ever learned anything solely except we have learned it thus. <laughs> so true. Well, in this light, we need an invaluable. We need this so much. We must face up to the fact that without spiritual hunger, we cannot feed on the Lord Jesus Christ. From our personal experience, Matthew 5, 6, should mean much to every one of us. Blessed are they who do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. You know, all t- <coughs> excuse me, all too often, uh, believers are exhorted and even pressured to grow before uh, there is an actual awareness of need. You know, before there is true spiritual hunger, sometimes uh, we're forced into it. And sad to say, uh, in most instances, when there is real hunger, hard hunger, that is, uh, very little spiritual food is offered. Well, one of the main uh, reasons why so much evangelistic efforts and personal witnessing come to little or nothing is that truth are forced on, on the victim to be saved before he is aware that he is lost. The work will soon come to nigh unless an overpowering conviction of sin causes the loss to reach out with a grip of personal faith and find their need fully met in the Savior. You know, I loved Watchman Nee, and and, uh, Miles Stanford uh, talks about Watchman Nee here. Watchman Nee put first things first in saying, God does not set us here first of all to preach or to do any work for him. The first thing for which he sets us here is to create in others a hunger for himself. No true work will ever begin in a life without first of all a sense of need being created. We cannot inject spiritual appetites by forcing into others. We cannot compel people to be hunger. Hunger has to be created, and it can be created in others only by those who carry with them the impression of God. Boy, that's beautiful. You know, I don't remember reading that from Watchman Nee, but boy, I'll tell you, uh, I wished I would have. You know, in preparation, there must be a tearing down before there can be a building up. I found this true in remodeling. You have to tear out the old before you can put in the new. Come and let us return unto the Lord, 
for he has torn, and he will heal us. He has smitten, and he will bind us up. Hosea 6, 1. This applies to both growth and service. Uh, J.C. Metcalf uh, fatally writes, It is more than uh, confronting to realize that, uh, or, yeah, confronting. I'm sure I'm reading that right here. It is more than conforming uh, to realize that it is those who have uh, plummet the depths of failure to whom God invariable gives the call to shepherd others. This is not a call given to the gifted or the high, highly trained or the polished as such. You know, God has to tear us down before we can be built up to be used. Without a bitter experience of their own uh, inadequacy and poverty, they are quite unfitted to bear the burden of spiritual ministry. It takes a man who has discovered something of the measure of his own weakness to be patient with the the, uh, feeble and the others. Such a man also has a first-hand knowledge of the love, care of the chief shepherd and his ability to heal one who has come humbly to trust in him and him alone. Therefore, he does not easily despair of others, but looks beyond sinfulness, willfulness, and uh, stupidity to the mighty, the unchanging love the Lord Jesus does not give the charge. Be a shepherd to my lambs, to my sheep. On hearing Peter's self-confidence, affirm, affirmation of underlying loyalty, but he gave it after he had utterly failed to keep his own vows and has wept bitterly in the streets of Jerusalem. You know, before Peter could be used, he had to be broken. So do we. Yes, there is going to be a deep thought and a long uh, preparation if there is to be reality. If our life is to be Christ-centered, our walk controlled by the Holy Spirit, and our service glorified to God, sooner or later the Holy Spirit begins to make us aware of our basic problem as believers. The infinite uh, difference between self and Christ. You know, there are other laborers besides those who are keeping, uh, seeking for pardon, the justification. There are laborers and uh, sanctification after uh, personal holiness, after uh, radiance of the power of the old Adam, uh, and to such as well as to those who are seeking after salvation. Christ promised, with this uh, great I will, Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. It is a highly um, 
It is highly possible for a man, after having found justifying rest in Christ, to enter upon the state of deep need and uh, regard uh, sanctifying rest. We think we shall not go far wrong if we say that this has been experienced of almost every believer that has ever lived. P.B. Powers. Well, much of his preparation in our lives consisted of settling up this struggle, our seeing self for what it is, and then attempting to get free from its evil power and influence. For there is no hope of constant abiding in the Lord Jesus as long as we are under the dominion of self-life, in which dwelleth no good thing. Romans 7.18 Well, not a babyhood as we uh, able to continually abiding in his presence regardless of our surroundings and that which we are doing, not when we serve him with uh, intermittent zeal does our own soul grow and thrive. Not when we are indifferent are we uh, watered from the presence of the Lord. It is after we have been subdued, refined, and chastened, when love and self uh, and the world is gone, that we learn to abide in touch with him at all times and in all places or surroundings. Metcalf. Well, the value of both the struggles to free ourselves from the old Adam in the Adam's life and the, uh, the equally uh, fruitless efforts of experience, the new Adam life, the Christ life, is uh, to f uh, finally realize that it is utterly fruitile. Our personal heartbreaks, failures, and every place in our Christian life is our Father's preparation for his success on our behalf. You know, the negative uh, process of his uh, finally bringing us into his positive promises of Philippians 1.6, being confident of this very thing, that he which has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. His good works in us is begun thoroughly uh, uh, fail, uh, through failure. And this includes our strongest points. We even fail in when we're strong, which continues on into his success by his performing and not ours. Did you, know, did you notice that? It's not ours, it's his. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. It's all about God. Chapter 2, verse 13. There is no question but that we all begun to sheer, in sheer grace, and we must continue and arrive uh, on that very same basis. It's strictly through grace.
Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty where which Christ has made us free. Galatians 5, 1. You know, Charles uh, Thumboldt said this, The effortless life is not the willless life. We use our wills to believe and receive, but not to uh, exert effort in trying to accomplish what only God can do. Our hope for victory over sin is not Christ plus my efforts, but Christ plus my receiving. To receive victory from him is to believe his word, and solely by his grace he is, this moment freeing us from the dominion of sin, and to believe on him in this way is to recognize that he is doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. We learned this principle at the time of our spiritual birth, and it seems that most of us have learned it all over again for our spiritual growth and service. Wow, that's good stuff. Fear not, dear friends. Just hold firm to the fact of his purpose for you in Christ, and he will faithfully take you step by step into all the uh, necessary preparation. He will do it. Once you are sure of the purpose, you can be equally positive of the preparation. Simply remember that Romans 8.28 and 29 go together, and thank him for Philippians 1.6. You know, the Lord is glorified in his people whose heart is set at any cost by any road upon the goal which God himself. A man who is thus minded said, by any road. Here is the very difficult road, the road besets by enemies, but uh, the passionate desire for that goal which holds him steadfast in the way. It is the man who lacks the yearning to know him that will easily be turned aside. Along that road, the man Christ Jesus had already gone before and at every point has overcome for us. We have not to climb up. We are to be brought through in the train of his triumph. Wow. Christ has already walked the, the, the walk for us. Every enemy has been met. Every foe has been overcome. There remains nothing that has not put and been put uh, potentially beneath his feet. And there remains nothing in this universe that is able to overcome the least child of God who has taken the hand of the Lord, and said, Lord, bring me through to the place where thou art uh, in virtue of the blood which thou has already taken through the victory. And close with this. There is great glory to the Lord in a quiet, confident walk in the day of the adversary, a day of dread, when things about us are shaking, 
and trembling. What a thought. What a thought. And you know, right now the world is uh, really in rough shape. And, uh, you know, just as, you know, the people on the audio can't see, it says the storms are brewing and they're ever before us. Let us walk in confidence that the Lord has taken care of everything for us. Our salvation, our Christian walk, our Christian life, and he will bring us safely to the other shore. Well, with that said, I'm going to end my podcast. Uh, you know, God is out here. And as we go through the sea of life, we can find him in our Bibles. Just open it up and look. Well, with that said, I'm going to leave you for now. God bless. <laughs>